stories open our mind and world to possibilities, opportunities and realities. Some stories inspire you, some stories define you. Some stories create you, some stories nurture you. Some stories pose the questions, some stories provide the answers. Some stories take you to a dream world, some stories bring you back to the real world. Welcome to the podcast StoryPod with Nishila. In this show, you can tune into stories from amazing people across the world. Through these stories, you will listen to ideas that matter, real world insights and positive inspiration. I am Nishila Murthy Kaushik, Chief Marketing Officer at HFS and your host for this podcast. In the series The Shiro Diaries, you will listen to stories of women leaders across the globe, their personal life and career journey, choices and decisions which influence them, and reflections from these experiences. Are you ready for stories that can change your life? Our guest for today is Pooja Herbatkar. Pooja is the VP, Head of Group Industrialization and Automation at Capgemini. She's been with the company for more than 18 years and has experience across many industry sectors, regions and disciplines like pre-sales, organization design, delivery and transformations. Pooja is passionate about creating more opportunities for women to thrive in IT and encourages success through focus, hard work and confidence. When not working, Pooja enjoys traveling with her family and is a passionate conservationist and farming enthusiast. She is a volunteer tree planter and likes to share her knowledge of and commitment to farming techniques and Ayurveda treatments perspectives she treasures from her grandfather who was a renowned Ayurveda doctor and a passionate farmer. Welcome to the show Pooja. I'm absolutely excited and happy to have a conversation with you who seems to have a very interesting um, uh, life and background. Thank you Nishala, thank you. Thank you for the gracious introduction. Yeah. Let's get started uh, Pooja. So the first segment of this podcast is what I call Know Your Shiro. Um as part of this segment we talk about backstories around the influence of family, upbringing, education and your career journey. We also look at forward looking stories on where you're headed in the future. So the first question to you is just about getting to know you a little bit better and i usually like to do this in a fun and interesting way uh, and in this case i want you to tell me about five adjectives to describe yourself and why five adjectives to describe myself uh, go getter okay second one is uh, being very persistent third one is believe in strong um, work hard work i mean I, i believe in hard work and uh, the fourth one is um, nature lover i i am a nature enthusiast and the fifth one is believing that everyone brings someone to the table so um, it's like believing in uh, talent and believing that we could benefit from the talent diverse talent that we have around us 
That's wonderful, Pooja. I think uh, that summarizes must be in a nutshell why you've been successful and why you managed to have such a long uh, career in the industry. Um, so if you do a time travel back to childhood, what do you think was the role of family in shaping your belief systems and where you stand today? Uh, the role of family uh, is is uh, prima facie and in reality uh, takes a center stage for me. I mean, say, I, what I am today is because uh, of the family, both on uh, my uh, um, material, uh, I mean, both on my parents' side and my um, uh, on uh, and after I got married into my husband's home. Um, the, the, it's it's plain as played a center stage. Um, so, so the first important thing that I the family brings to me is belief in yourself, believe that you could make a difference and belief in hard work and believe in, in, in perfect work and perfect work and do what you have to do to the best, give 100%. And that I've learned in, in small things at home uh, in my early years and I continue to do that. Um, learn uh, in a similar way and practice in a similar way after I got married. Um, fortunately, um, I have I have been I got the encouragement from both sides, my uh, in-laws side and um, my parents side. So, and that's that's been a great um, great momentum and has given a great momentum for me to progress in my career. That's wonderful. Uh, I think we all are. Uh, some way, you know, products of, uh, you know, our upbringing and the environment we grew up in and, uh, you know, the formative years of our life in terms of what foundational probably values and experiences we had are critical um, as we um, evolve in life. Um, so, so my next question, Pooja, is something which I strongly believe is important to all of us, especially, you know, when you look at it from a lens of gender. Uh, I feel education is very, very important in giving uh, people access to opportunities and enabling us to make more um, informed and conscious choices. Uh, what do you believe has been the role of education uh, in your life and in where you stand today? Without education, you can't um, go anywhere. And I believe education is key. And uh, girl children need to get educated if a society has to move. And I believe that that's being the primary um, thing that helped me do what I've done today. Um, so education can be one uh, in, two, in two categories. One is education that you get from your family, your friends, your surroundings. And then is the formal education in your school, college, and your uh, graduation years. I've been lucky to get both. And I, I hope every girl child gets that in her career and life. Um, for me, um, I can give you a small um, uh, example. Like uh, when when I finished my twelfth, uh, I mean there were choices, and like every child has a choice whether you go for uh, these STEM kind of courses or you go for your normal um, courses. Where and I was very very firm that I want to do the do kind kind of engineering and I want computer science. I mean, of course, I did got I did get civil and I and I practiced civil. I actually I did civil for a year, going on the field and I was. The only woman, uh, only girl in that team. We all, all boys, and going on the field and doing all the, um, all the field work. I mean, that was an interesting year, the first year in engineering, and then at the second year, I made a quite a lot of effort to get my switch to computer science, and I wanted to do that, and and I think that's helped me do what I. I've done in the last 20, 25 years in, in my career. So um, answering your question, education is key, edu formal as well as informal education, and it never stops. Continue learning, even while I'm in 
my career doing very well every day you have to balance your professional life with your learning experience and i keep learning I, there are different ways of learning either you read you talk to different people increase your network um, learn while you talk to different diverse people and the best way to learn also is uh, try to form a network that is very diverse i mean if you try to get like minded people in your network you don't grow your perspective so uh, learning can be formal informal through books through people through tra traveling and for me that's always been a big big benefit of a learning journey that i've had from my childhood that's wonderful uh, pooja and i think that's a great uh, insight for anyone who's listening to this podcast right one is it's important to be continuously learning uh, two is i think you know you need to look at formal and informal ways of learning and uh, look at every life experience as a you know learning moment uh, and see what you can you can take from it and uh, i also like the fact that you're emphasizing that you know diversity of perspectives is also an important aspect of learning so i think that is very very important uh, for all of us to even acknowledge because i think not many of us consciously uh, look at ways to learn through diversity uh, and it's interesting that you bring up that point i think that's a great uh, sort of comment and a great way that you are uh, consciously investing in self learning and self growth uh, pooja more power to you for that um moving on let's talk a little bit about your professional journey right can you just talk about the 25 years you've spent in the industry uh you know what are some of the key um you know sort of uh points or milestones which uh you know you are proud of and also what were some of the key decisions that you know you felt help you navigate the journey so far yeah um i can start uh, probably in a different way answering this question uh, once i was on a flight to paris and um, i had a boss and who i worked with for a long time kind of a mentor um i always used to look for the first seat you know i mean even in a business class going and finding the first seat <laughs> and business class you know it doesn't make a difference but going and sitting on the first seat uh, he just came and walked he said pooja i think you always want to be the, the first everywhere and <laughs> first everywhere in even in getting the, even in getting the first seat in the in the flight so my professional journey is always and and my professional journey and my learning journey is like you always be at the top and try to be at the top and probably that's a weakness as well you also need to learn to be at the, at the bottom or fail you know and he used to tell me experience failure sometimes so um, my professional journey as in the in the beginning um, i had a little bit of a slower start i started with smaller companies or i started with polaris then um, doing hands on coding work development work but that didn't satisfy me i wanted to do something different moved on to companies moved to siemens then moved to silverline and then enjoyed uh, working in diverse environments and then went to capgemini why capgemini has been able to retain me for so many years is because they've been giving me job changes or job rotations every 2 years or 2 and a half years and that is a change and then you excel try to be at the top so uh, tying back to my plain experience i mean that's what i want to that's been my mindset be at the top but sometimes you need to fail and experience that and probably he gave me some failures my boss so that i understand i taste that as well <laughs> and some observation sometimes people observe you better than you do observe yourself you know i mean there's an outside in view and that i i always remember that plain instance going and um, i mean trying to exchange the first seat and pushing somebody 
perception about um, the work we do from being a little negative to being very positive and then being a supporter for the next several years with us. That was my first. Uh, the second, um, the one which I am currently in, I've got into a group role. And um, I think uh, I really uh, feel privileged to get this role. So uh, I went through a selection process, uh, selection process where there were male colleagues as well competing, uh, five or six of them. And it was a rigorous selection process. And I went through that. I got this role and I'm enjoying this role. So uh, that's also been a first and probably I'm, uh, and in this role, I'm not sure if any lady has uh, been doing this role in the past but um, for me it's it's being uh, it's a good opportunity that I've got and I'm making the best use out of it so the first that you will try to go and do something difficult and that you'll be the first to do it that's being my uh, um, I mean really brownie moment I mean and those were the two brownie moments of course there were many such moments but these two are the most important ones that's wonderful uh, to hear, Pooja. I think, uh, you know, personally, I feel mindset shifts are the hardest in people, right? And if you're able yeah. to shift a customer perception from even negative to neutral, I think it's an achievement. But if you've been successful in converting it from negative to like, you know, strongly positive, I think that's uh, something to be absolutely uh, proud about uh, because, you know, yeah. uh, C-suite leaders are not the easiest always to uh, sort of, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, change perceptions of because they're generally opinionated and they generally are you know pretty sure when they form an opinion and it's not easy to change it so um, I can understand why it must be special to you and also congratulations on your role I think it's always good to get selected uh, because I think the process of selection is as exciting as you know what entails after you get selected so it's great to see that uh, the process was enjoyable and uh, then you know uh, what you're doing today is also absolutely enjoyable so uh, wonderful that brings us to the end of the first uh, segment Pooja. Our next segment is called Leadership, Diversity, Inclusion and Skills. In this segment, we talk unfiltered about leadership, making choices and skills to lead in today's era. We also delve into ideas on how to build diverse and inclusive organizations. So Pooja, in the, the first question I really have for you is, what is the best part about your work and what do you love about it? The best part of my work is uh, the entrepreneurship kind of culture that Capgemini brings and that I bring to my teams. You know, I mean, you have a free hand to do and bring the results uh, to the company and to your, to your unit. Um, and I, I love that flexibility that my company gives me. I mean, where you have the flexibility to design um, the steps towards the outcome. And I ensure that my teams also get that flexibility. And uh, work is fun, you know. I mean, you, you, if you don't enjoy your work, you'll never do it. So, uh, I mean, I make a conscious effort that every person in my team enjoys the work he or she does. And in a way, that helps improve productivity. So, um, the clear, clear concept that I think is entrepreneurship, flexibility to do work and enjoy your work. And and that's been there for every person, whether he's a, from whatever, diverse, diversity or no diversity. I think these are the clear concepts that we follow. And I, 
in the company and i really believe in those concepts that's wonderful uh, pooja you spoke a, you spoke a little bit about flexibility right I, i i do want you to talk a little bit more about flexibility in the context of diversity because i think it's even more important uh, for let's say if you talk about gender diversity as an area uh, flexibility becomes an important variable for women to be part of the workforce and then also continue to have long term meaningful careers right so i just wanted to know your thoughts a little bit around what do you think are most important for organizations to consider uh, when you're thinking about having a more diverse and inclusive uh, workspace uh, right so any thoughts on that based on either you know your career path or you know young women professionals that you work with i think will be interesting Hmm. I think for uh, the flexibility is a key aspect for women. Um, and if 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 we give them flexibility, I think they would be the stars of tomorrow. And the flexibility for uh, that women need is in those uh, critical years. So uh, when they are uh, when when a woman is a mother, I mean when a lady becomes a mother, she needs to spend some time balance the time with her family, her children, and the upbringing. those are the few critical years uh, in 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 a mother's life and a working woman's life um the early years the 10 years or 12 years whatever you, it could be and depends on the family situation that every lady has uh, if a manager can understand um the person who is in front of you the lady who is in front of you uh, from the, the professional uh, things that she can bring to the table the talent if you can recognize the talent then you could give her the flexibility to balance her personal side and still bring the talent uh, for example there are women in it we need to go and meet our clients be on shore be with uh, be, be with uh, our customers to have regular meetings uh, sometimes due to uh, the family responsibilities women are not ready to travel for a longer duration those are just small examples no? longer durations or uh in certain periods they can uh, in the time periods they cannot travel if a manager can understand that balance that out give them the flexibility i think when the time is ready they will give back to the organization so the, and the flexibility could be in different scenarios this is one scenario i noted uh, told you but there could be different scenarios someone is going on a, a maternity break for example uh, now that person is on a long maternity break now say 6 months she she is out of touch with the organization so in our company in capgemini we have um a defined function where the organization keeps in touch with the lady tell explaining to her what's going on where she can upgrade her skills and how when she comes back what she can have let's called um, a fair welcome kind of program so so the flexibility given to women that helps them also to give it back and they recognize the flexibility and they in fact they get connected strongly to the organization because they value what you give them so in all just in a nutshell i mean flexibility will give multiple returns if the lady continues to work with the company and that's been my case as well i had a lot of flexibility um in terms of uh, deciding and managing my personal and um uh, professional life and fortunately i got such bosses who could understand uh, that and give me the opportunity to man- continue my career as well as be flexible to manage my family that's great puja i think you did get lucky because i know a lot of working women don't have that uh, you know that flexibility and that work 
place support system to navigate through those moments of crossroads uh, but i'd like to dwell a little bit on on your personal sort of you know uh, journey if you look back how have you been able to manage Uh, you know between your professional commitments and personal responsibilities what have been your approaches solutions or let's say mantras or you know like technology that you feel has helped you uh, in just keeping you know both sides of the uh, sort of you know uh, coin afloat for me my mantra is uh, actually i can i should give credit to my mother in law uh, when i was on a maternity break uh, she was she was in a very good job and she was uh, in a very senior position when i had to come back to my um, office uh, she quit uh, i mean after my 6 months of maternity break she quit and then she took responsibility for the upbringing of my son and um, i think that's the professional support that i have uh, that's the pers- personal support that i have had and continue to have even now um, she takes care of um, the family the needs my son and we have a very cordial relationship you know i owe my success to her my mother in law um, and i owe my success to my husband my family as well so uh, it depends and there are scenario- everyone will have not have the same scenario people have different scenarios but then you need to find your way of getting that support um you if you have to carve out time for a professional uh, life um, then you have to also plan your personal life and get some support system that helps you succeed in my case it's been my mother in law and i always openly say that to her and to everybody she's been a pillar of success a woman helping a woman succeed you know and i think i need to give that back to my daughter in law <laughs> when she is back when she comes in but uh, that's how we help each other and um, that's been my personal um, story I, I, and i travel a lot and i have traveled a lot in the last 10 years meeting customers into europe to um, uh, americas wherever we had clients and my mother in law has been taking care while i'm on the plane back home here so uh, you need to find your support system and um, it could be different but the support system is needed because i think women should not stretch they are not uh, super women you know you also have your uh, health limitations your energy limitations so you'll have to balance and look for support systems that could help you uh, do what you have to do yeah i must i think my deepest respect to your mother in law i must honestly you know compliment and commend her for you know quitting her job and then taking the responsibility for you and and i also as you were talking i was just reflecting that you know sometimes all it takes is uh, one one woman to you know do something good and then it becomes a chain in the sense that you're already thinking about paying it forward because she did it to you right so you're also thinking about how do i do it to somebody uh, you know in times to come so i think sometimes as women leaders it is important to just demonstrate and behavior and do the right thing to maybe inspire uh, and influence and sort of create an impact which is more lasting right uh, so you know i think you know uh, i think you're lucky <laughs> that you know uh, you know it all happened so well and you have such a great support system and uh, you're right you know there has to be somebody who is you know taking charge of making sure that the home functions the way it should uh and it is only then that you know you know uh you know like you know a couple and i'll say both the guy and and the woman can uh, go out and probably you know do justice to their professional responsibilities so that's um, 
that's uh, wonderful to hear uh, pooja <laughs> uh, yeah I, i can give you one more example um, i think few years ago i was in an offsite or a town hall and a very young girl in in during the tea break comes to me and says uh pooja um, uh, you have been so successful now i'm caring and i would be going on a maternity break um what do you think i should do how can i come back you know that anxiety anxiety that um, they have and how can i continue my career i told her just be relaxed i mean focus on your health focus on uh, uh, the new life that come is going to come your way and uh, focus on that and then the organization itself will help you um, and we come back to you and keep connected with you throughout your um, um, break and then you come back in a good way now uh, this lady took the break she's back and she's still with capgemini she regularly connects with me I'm kind of a, i'm not sure she's not part of my organization or my uh, team but she keeps connecting with me keeps talking to me and keeps telling me about her child and how she's taking care of that you know i didn't do anything in this case i just gave her the your listening um and you need to listen and i in this case the learning for me is just listen and give them the confidence and even i would have liked that confidence when i was at that age or in that situation so giving the confidence listening to the other side and giving a listening ear is sometimes the most important thing for um, women to succeed that's a great point uh, you make pooja because i think in general uh, you know uh, this is nothing to do with women i think as leaders one of the best skills we can develop is active listening right uh, because many times when people come to you i i think they they in their heart they probably already know the solution or you know with a little bit of time they'll find the solution uh, they just need you know like a sounding board to listen to the problem right or to just you know know that there's another a person who is kind of aware of the situation that they are in uh, the solutions will manifest they'll figure it out i think most people are smart uh, but you know um, uh, it's just that process of connecting and listening and uh, you know just you know making a sort of you know a human connection which becomes important in those times so um i think i think that's great uh, my last question in this segment pooja is around skills uh, right and i know you've touched upon many of these things as we were talking through the, the journey uh, but in the context of you know women leaders uh, uh, what do you think are a couple of most important skills that we need to consciously build and develop uh, for a long journey because you know there are different skills which i believe are important in different phases of growth right 0 to 5 it's different you know 10 to 15 it's different 25 to 30 it's different uh, so any thoughts on that in terms of skills i think the most important skill a girl child needs to think is um, or start thinking right from 0 to 5 or from a smaller younger age you know as she as she grows is uh, don't underestimate yourself don't underestimate and don't think that you can't do something i mean uh, i mean you can do everything that anyone else can do so um and i said that earlier when we when you asked me about how can i describe myself you know it's the confidence it's it's the uh, perseverance and don't give up i hear many women saying and i've been speaking in very many women forum saying that oh these guys um, they just underrate us but why do you allow them to underrate i mean it's like Uh, they are there they they do their job you also say i mean i think we need to be confident saying that we are no less than anyone and in fact we are far better and i in mean, i believe and my personal belief is women are better in management and 
multitasking and managing many things because that's a personal instinct that we carry managing so many things around so bring that out and of course you can be the best manager the best leader if you believe in yourself do not underrate yourself so only two topics believe in yourself and do not underrate yourself at any point in time thank you pooja those are great uh... a points uh, for anyone who is listening to this podcast and that brings us to the end of the uh, second uh, segment we now come to the last segment which is you know my favorite part uh, it's the rapid fire segment in which we want to hear quick and quirky responses from you uh, the only condition is you know you kind of you know respond immediately not too much time to think okay and so let's have some fun together what is the one decision you would like to change and why uh one decision is uh, could i have been a doctor and an engineer i mean today the world is going through a pandemic <laughs> i would have made a difference to it okay wonderful so it's about a career choice when did you last do an air travel um jan 20 na uh, 2020 so i came back on 25th of january from khan i mean um, the way you have your film festival so i my last photo was on the red carpet <laughs> Wow, that must have been an amazing experience. <laughs> yeah, we had a conference there. Uh, I mean, uh, the annual conference, Captain Night Conference. So that was my last trip. Wonderful, sweet memories of the past. Um, my next question is again something which is very close to my heart. Why do you think women should have girlfriends? Women should have girlfriends because that's the fastest communication mechanism in the world. Okay, that's interesting. uh so i'm guessing you have a bunch of those for yourself too <laughs> yeah yeah i do i do i do have in all space personal and professional as well uh, but the level of information you share in those categories is different <laughs> absolutely absolutely my next is a who question who do you call first when you have a moment of success and who do you call first when everything goes wrong uh i call my husband that's it and then when everything goes wrong also is my husband <laughs> that's wonderful <laughs> if it's the same person it's always good i feel <laughs> which means that 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 relationship is strong and you can lean yeah. in on each other for both the good times and the bad times yeah. so that's that's wonderful uh my next question is again something which i'm curious to know what you'll say which celebrity alive would you like to meet given a chance which celebrity alive <laughs> given a chance uh i mean someone from the air force or i, I have a lot of regards for the armed forces so okay. um i um, i mean anyone that has i i don't have a name and i can't give a name right right away but i have a lot of regard for the armed forces and the um uh, and the forces that take care of uh, the uh, country in terms of security so um, anyone that has been uh, on the front line That's and i can't give a name because there we have so many of them absolutely, absolutely and during my holidays as well when i go i, I we did we did go to the northern borders i mean i was trying to get into and see if we could meet some jawans speak to them understand them these are the guys who endure through the difficult most difficult times and in a very selfless way for the country yeah that's a that's a great thought pooja last question will you ever dance in a meeting pooja 
yeah absolutely <laughs> but not in this one <laughs> no i am not going to ask you to dance here but i do wish you dance your way through life and success and thank you so much for a wonderful conversation it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you pooja thank, thank you, you.